0: Welcome back to Have an Opinion. We have Jake, Paul, and Tyron Woodley thoughts that we're going to give to all the viewers. How about The Departed? And we're going to talk about a Forensic Files episode. That's right. Your favorite investigators are back at it once again. All of that and more coming up after the intro. Welcome back to Have an Opinion. What? Opinion? (laughs) Nick and Kyle here. We're keeping that in. We've already tried the other intro three times. An opinion. You just added a, what? <laughs> I thought like something happened. No, no, nothing happened. Just uh, I can't talk. It's gonna be a good episode. I, I guess so. Uh, how, how is life? We just talked for an hour about life, and now <laughs> we're gonna we... pretend everything's all hunky dory to the audience.
1: It was great.
0: Uh. It was a good day at work today. That was cool. Yeah, those yeah. are those are always appreciated. Yeah,
1: easy day. I was tired this morning, but now I'm not, so Yeah. Yeah. That's about it. You can ask me how my day's going. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I I forget. You know, you oh boy, I didn't mean to t- tilt that. Uh, it's all good. Day? Day, you
0: know, day off. It's a day off. So it's Tell good. Tell me you slept in. For no, me. No, I'm broken. Well the thing is <laughs> No, I, I'm broken I go back and forth between opening and closing so much that oh, I doesn't. can't sleep past about eight o'clock. Cause some days I wake up at five, some days I wake up at six, some days I wake up at eight thirty, and it's if I can sleep in, it's eight thirty. I usually
1: wake up at eight or so, like Uh on the weekends, but then I can roll around till ten.
0: I like having the morning though. Yeah, the days feel a lot longer when the morning. Yeah,
1: noon when noon is like four hours from when you get up versus like one hour.
0: I can't believe we used to do that so frequently. Or sleep past noon, like a college even sleep
1: until noon. noon.
0: Speaking of college, everyone's back now. Mm -hmm. A lot of my friends are still in college, whether they're getting masters or whatever. Yeah, it's weird. It it, it's really weird.
1: Yeah, a couple guys I know who do like LeCom, they've been back Uh like pharmacy school and whatnot. Um, and it was weird like hearing them get ready to go back to school, like studying, and it's like. Gosh, I get home and sit on the couch. Yeah, it's it's weird because like like biology being my was my major or whatever. It was like s- all my life was was studying, and it was like, oh, this test is over. I have this weekend to have fun and hang out, and then boom, there's another test for some other uh-huh. class. And so it's weird to just not have any responsibility. I, no, I, I, still I, I do enjoy weird. it
0: because I thought about grad school doing it immediately, <clears throat> and now I'm like, well. I don't, I get home and the time I have at home is mine. Right. It's not like, oh boy, I should really study this now and you have it looming over your head. The yeah. next day of work is the only thing that looms over your head now. And that's, you ever like, It's not as, as, as you're bad.
1: punching out, be like, gosh, like you're already upset about the next day. Yeah. And it's like, gosh, yeah. I, you
0: can't let that get to you. You're,
1: it's a, you're lost. I like
0: to think after a while it goes away. Yeah. Once I have my career job too, I it like to true. think it'll go away. But, It's weird. It's like my girlfriend's cheating on me and everyone (laughs) doesn't care because every night it's just snap stories of my friends doing stuff at school, talking, and it's some of my friends that did graduate are within a half hour of the people that are there and so they can do stuff and it's just, I'm in Erie, hi. Yeah, Hey guys, it's me, Nick. Guys. Hey. We'll have to go
1: visit soon.
0: I don't want to say I peaked in college, but it's an idea and a thought that I'm considering just because- by the end... It was so fun. I was in charge of my student organization. Everyone valued what yeah. I said. Everyone was like, you know... That's true. You we did a lot more like
1: club type stuff If than we I didn't...
0: Did. You know, you're the spark plug. You can make anyone laugh and break the tense situations. I've been like... Mm-hmm. Not like I go, oh boy, I really needed that self-gratification of everyone saying, boy, how much we sure. appreciate you, but... It's weird going from that to being the lowest on the totem pole in every job I have, and it's like, you know, the dumb kid's back now. Oh, great. Let's see how far behind he puts us today.
1: Oh, I can't tell you how big of a wake-up call it was when I... Because I work in a shop, obviously, you know. Uh And it was like, my book smarts was like up here, and my common knowledge, you know, logic... That's exactly how I felt. And, I mean, the first day like having trouble ringing up a hose. And it's like, Jesus, I can tell you anything you want to know about, you know, biology, Mm -hmm. but I can't ring up a hose on the ground. Like, oh, I felt useless.
0: The one day I had a, we had pallet jacks and stuff. There Mm -hmm. There were two sitting or no, there was one sitting on the ground and there were two on the pallet jack. I took both of the two off the pallet jack and put them on top of the one, which made no sense. I should just put the one on top of the two. And the one forklift driver saw it he goes, do you know what you just did? And I went, Oh, I know what I oh, just yeah. did. Oh <laughs> yeah. I can't look him in the eye. I'm not even kidding. I can't look this dude in the eye anymore. I'll just see him I'm and I. I, I know he thinks of that when he looks at me now because you really haven't had many other conversations. And so oh. I just, I'm just like, no.
1: Yeah. No. Hey, that's the other thing too. Is people be like, you know, you can just do this was like, no, I, I know. Like as soon as I did yeah. it, I realize I'm an idiot. And
0: there's, there's a guy there, not. There's a couple people at work that like either jokingly like play it at this at work or they actually listen to it. Okay. There's one guy there is a forensic major. Ooh. He doesn't listen to this or anything, but oh. just listening to him talk about some of the things he I'm just like, I nah. <laughs> I, I I had something ruined for me by him. Do you know that our favorite item ever, Luminol? Yeah. They don't use it anymore. Because it destroys DNA evidence. They found out what, so they don't use luminol anymore. Our favorite forensic files detergent, I guess, or DNA evidence is
1: the forensic. That's the whole. That's the whole show. Is how you can use DNA evidence to
0: you don't. Oh my god! Did gosh. that not ruin your day finding out they don't use luminol anymore? Because it, it damn well hampered mine.
1: I have a note that says luminol in action? Question <laughs> mark? Because they were
0: spraying on the
1: shoe prints. Oh, and that's that's like. That's hilarious because how many cases do you think they use Luminol? They're like, oh, we see you tried to clean blood there. Uh-huh. And then either no one checked the DNA or vice versa. They're like, okay, prove it's our DNA. And they go, wait a minute. <laughs> this is yeah. different than barbecue sauce yeah, on the floor.
0: So, <laughs> that, that kind of bummed me out. But no, it's <laughs> weird. It's weird not being at school is the long the long yeah. roundabout way of getting into
1: that. We're going to have to go visit the friends that...
0: That remain. That remain, yeah.
1: Because like I used to look forward to like... I would always have a test on the Friday. I would come visit you guys, uh-huh. and I would look forward to that. I mean, what? I feel like I would text you, like, 10 days out. Uh, I mean.
0: 10 more days until yeah. till we go down there. Oh,
1: I, I miss that. I mean, I would still look forward to it the same way if, you know, just because I'm working. But I miss, like, grinding school and then, like, this weekend I have to just do whatever type
0: thing. That's, and then, like, the weekend's not fun anymore. Not because I... Sunday I still work weekends most of the time But
1: Sunday isn't as fun Because Like school on Monday If it's an easy Monday But like when is work on Monday ever a good one
0: Fall semester last year I didn't have class Monday, Wednesday, Friday either Yeah, that's I I literally had five days off a week To dick around and do whatever I felt like doing Wow That's really nice I mean, granted, Tuesday, Thursday was Eight to five school, basically I had two three-hour classes And then two hour, 15 minute classes. Mm-hmm. And then I had an online class that I just did everything on Sunday. Right. Cause it wasn't that tedious. Sure. But, I mean, that was a grind, but now it's like, I work five days a week. And if I, out of the two days I get off, I usually go to another job on the one day. And then after my shift, sometimes I'll go to my, uh, one of my other jobs. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, welcome being a writer.
1: Yeah. I, the second job is a killer, especially when I have it on the weekend Mm Because then I can't sleep in. I work, you know, real early in the morning through the week. Then you got to go to work on the weekends. Yeah. And then people at the first job be like, gosh, we got to stay late today. And it's like, I mean, yeah, we have to stay an hour late. And then I have to go work another five hours. You know, like. Yeah, the day's not not done. It's not their fault, right? Yeah. I'm I'm in my own situation. I get it. But it does sting to hear that and be like, yeah. Or like I get to the second job, they're like, man, I'm tired. I'm like, yeah, I bet you're tired. Yeah. (laughs) Where were you at 4.30 this morning? Stuffing hot
0: dogs this morning. anyway um at work the other day now i get there's medical conditions not trying to make fun okay i'm kind of trying to make fun of it if it's (laughs) if it's it's by choice okay there's a customer that's a female beautiful mustache like just a full just a full full (coughs) lip worth of mustache right every time i see her i'm like is that by choice we got a problem so we're gonna go with the assumption it's by choice like, so one of the levels is off and there's just some just some hair growing sure. up there. Doesn't feel like getting it checked out. That's what we're going to roll at the assumption with. And all day at work yesterday, I'm thinking to myself, is there a market where men are into women with mustaches? Gosh, I hope Is not. there a market? There and, is. And, there's people who are into everything, but gosh. I, I tried to reword it to make it sound like, are men attracted to women with mustaches? Right. And everything just came up, are mustaches attractive to women? And I was really bummed out because I was really trying to oh, find – Oh, like you searched this? <laughs> oh, I turned off my Wi-Fi. We were on data. <laughs> they, Verizon was not – or Spectrum was not going to find good. out for sure. But it was like there's got to be some pocket of the internet of unashamed dudes that are just like, you know what? I love a love a good sturdy woman with a good set of hair above the lip, you know? Couldn't find it. I was actually genuinely bummed out about it because couldn't find a I know it's like one of those things like there has to be people with that kick. Oh, there's sure. got to be yeah. people with that kick and yes. I couldn't find it and I'm just disappointed in myself <laughs> for not being able to find it because I wanted to come here and go on we the number 32 dating site in the country uh Just, everyone on it really loves women with facial hair or something and so, i couldn't find that And i feel like i let everyone oh, down i might have to give a more uh more inspired more look between this week and next week but well oh, that's fine. man i was bummed out to not find anything about that
1: and it's Is funny i mentioned surprising it. i feel like that that would be something that would come up rather quickly
0: I know. I, I thought there would be like something. something that niche maybe, of an audience. Maybe would be at like, the top yeah. there would be a couple things like, do women find mustaches attractive? And then right. if you scroll down a little bit, maybe there's you get to a couple. the nitty gritty. That's right. Yeah. Go. On that haunted second page of Google, maybe there. But I couldn't find anything. Wow. I was really bizarre. You, you were to out. the 23rd O on Google. Yeah. I was, <laughs> Google. Yeah. I don't know. It was. Uh, That's fine. I know I keep saying, but it was frustrating. It genuinely was frustrating. Really, really wanted to have some good. Good conversation to make for that today. To, but pull,
1: pull that up. What? <laughs> Joe Rogan? Pull yeah. that up, Jamie. We just have a screen here. Just pull up the website.
0: Make an account. Oh, man. Joe Rogan has COVID. Did you hear about that? Mm, that's a bummer. He's taken all this. He's taken the human version of some horse dewormer thing. He's taken some IV drip and some other stuff. And he's like, oh, I was sick for a day. And I said, huh? Hmm. It's interesting. I'm not. We're not talking about COVID again. No. I've, I've had enough. We, no. we know what happens when we talk about COVID on the show. But anyway, moving forward. Um, now I, I kind of liked that. I kind of liked the uh, the side banter there. That was fun. I, I, I enjoyed that actually. We
1: both have weird enough occurrences at work that it could last yeah, a while.
0: Yeah. What else? Oh.
1: Oh no. <laughs> there's more.
0: <laughs> this is not funny at all. Oh. Like d- d- I, I just feel like I need to put this on air. For oh, myself, gosh. in case something ends up happening oh, with gosh. it. Oh, gosh. The other day, I'm out I for a walk. Yeah. And I wanted to be clear I don't live in a bad neighborhood. There's a house, you know, there's a lot of old retired people around oh, yeah, me. I, I pulled there's, up. Um, you know, families with like three people. You know, they only had one kid. They didn't sure. need to get bigger houses. Like, the houses are nice, but they're nothing like crazy. And so the neighborhood's not bad. There's like a couple houses where. The the state ended up getting them or whatever, Mm -hmm. and they lease them out or rent them out. And some weird shady people come in there. Okay, there's one down the road that there's just squatters in it. We're pretty sure they're selling drugs. Uh, Um, that that's really the only kicker. And I, you know, there's they're not making meth. It's not a big deal. I'll I'll let them do what they want to do. Right. So that made this even more concerning. When I'm out for a walk, I tell my parents I'm going to go go for like a really quick walk. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm walking and walking and walking as you do on a walk you know you, you walk see, see you're gonna you're gonna tell me what
1: happened and i'm gonna be caught laughing yeah, at a I previous know. Well, joke i, mean, and I, look I like also
0: have a problem where every story i tell i try to like make i make funny I, I do it sn- too yeah because that's how i tell any story yeah and so i go up to turn up like a hill mm-hmm. and i'm mentally prepared and like oh man it's not a steep hill but i'm at the end i'm like a mile and a half in like i really am not feeling it i turn left and this girl is walking by this car she looks like really disheveled Okay. She had a mask on, so I couldn't like read the facial sure, reaction sure. completely. She looked a little tired, looked a little disheveled. I was like, Huh, she's kinda walking quick. I'm like, Huh, oh, this is that's weird. There was a car next to the curb. I'm like, Did she get out of that car? Like, what's going on? Right. So I'm walking up the hill and I go, That that just really didn't seem right. I look back, the car's driving alongside her on the curb, and okay. she's walking. And I'm like, Okay something's not right here. Right. So I turn around, I don't know. I'm not good with guessing how far things are. I'm going to guess, like, a little less than half a football field. Maybe, like, 40 yards or so behind I'm staying. Okay. At, so you're behind them at this yes. point? Yes. Okay. Probably 40, 30 yards behind. Not enough where they're getting suspicious of me being behind them. Right. Because I didn't want the guy in the car to be like, hey, like you got a problem or whatever. Yeah, I got binoculars or something. But I'm walking down this hill, and... He's right next to her the whole time. And I just go, this is just really weird. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to at least get a license plate. And if I can, Jesus. if she sp- gets far enough away, I'm going to like yell, do you need help or right, something? Right, right. Like, I don't care. I have my, I actually, did I have my keys on me? I had convinced myself something to where if he pulled out any sort of weapon, I would be fine. Oh, right. I don't know why. If he had a gun, like I couldn't run away. He'd just go bang. That'd be that. Yeah, but I don't think I had my keys. Now I think of it. Whatever it was, Mm -hmm. I had myself convinced I would be fine. Okay. Oh, I had my AirPods in, and I had the phone pulled up. I had the emergency, you know, on the iPhone, it says emergency yeah, call. Yeah, I oh, had emergency okay. call pulled up. Oh, okay. So I was ready to call if something did happen. Got it. And at least if I died, I would have died knowing, like, I got 911 punished, in. Ye- I was like, he stabbed me, and, like, you know, so whatever. And see, there's me making fun of this issue. But anyway, sure. there's, like, a parking lot, and there's a light. Yep. She cuts left and crosses the parking lot. He gets stuck at the red light. Ah. I speed up. I don't want to say I was running, it's kind of like an inspired jog, I would say. Because I also, again, I didn't want him to see me sprinting at his car right. and go, what's this dude doing? Because me and him made eye contact when I initially turned up to walk up the hill. Right. So I'm getting really close, got the camera up now, ready to take a picture of his license plate. Light turns green, like out of a movie when you're about to catch the yeah, bad guys. Yeah. Like, ah. <laughs> he turns, goes right back down the road she ended up getting to after she cut through the parking lot. Okay. And I'm like, this is, this is weird. Like now we're now we're through an inter- now we're through multiple intersections. Sure, we're at right. a light. It, it's and still staying on Like this is not right. Yeah. And so then I they were probably over half a football field away by this point because I had to wait for some traffic because it's kind of busy road. Okay. And um, I see her like throw her arms in the air and like very reluctantly get in this car. Car peels away. At this point, there was a truck that had pulled up behind them, and it pulls away in secession with this car, and okay. that's that okay i know nothing else about what happened it just looked very weird Wow. could have been as simple as a couple fighting could have been as messed up as like sex trafficking i and again that might be deep because it was still kind of light out for something like that but like just seeing that and seeing how uncomfortable of a situation it was that is now it's on record that's the full story to his bet i believe it was a honda a white honda Oh, my gosh. That's everything. If anything happens in the paper that I can go, that might have been this guy. Now I know it's all on audio right here. So thank you all for Uh, listening to that. But, yeah, it's terrifying. It's
1: almost like a Forensic Files episode. I know. Somebody listens to this podcast and next thing you know. That is stuff like that that happens where, like, yeah, it could have been as easy as a couple fighting. And then they finally, you know, got it together and drove away. But it's like to a bystander. When you, especially when you can't hear what they're talking about. Uh-huh. that Because, like, especially too, it's probably a, a good defense mechanism, but like your mind instantly goes to the worst possible thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But that's probably for the better. You don't want to just go, oh, they're probably just a couple and walk away, right. you know? I'd say you did the right thing. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, a Thank lot you. of but people it, just not get involved, you know?
0: I was ready. I was ready. But anyway, that's enough of us talking about random things, um, as much fun as it might be. Uh, now we're <laughs> going to get into what we actually advertised at the beginning of the show instead of 15 minutes of Nick and Kyle aimless bantering, uh, The Departed. So if you recall last week, Kyle gave his top movies ever, yep, uh, in his opinion, his favorite movies, not top movies ever. They might be the same list. I don't know. But uh, he had some honorable mentions on there. One of them was The Departed. Mm-hmm. Hopped on Netflix after we recorded it, saw The Departed was on there. Instantly can tell you probably a top five favorite movie of mine.
1: Yeah, you said that and instantly. I, that's awesome. I'm glad you like it so much. And to be fair, if I watched all those movies on my list over again, this one could make it on there. I mean, that's the nice thing, I guess, about honorable mentions. But I mean, it's a good mm-hmm. movie,
0: and that's what we're gonna talk about today. We're not gonna review it. It's too what if, an... Sorry. What if you just went? And now we're gonna talk about friends. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. It's a good movie. I just wanted Kyle to know that the movie he said was an honorable mention (laughs) was a good movie. Moving on to Forensic Pile. We're not going to review it. Movie's two and a half hours long. Yeah, yeah. When we review movies, we summarize them. A lot of twists and turns in this one. There'd be a lot of explaining. Mm -hmm. It would be a good hour and a half prior review. Uh, We don't want to do that to all of you today, right? especially after the Josie Wales debacle of 2021. Uh, and it's
1: a good enough movie to where, like, it's not like we're trying to get you to watch some, you know, low budget indie movie. Yeah. Like, it's a big enough movie. It's we a good enough movie. We don't need to entice you. Right, yeah.
0: But if you haven't seen it, conveniently, we are going to talk about what makes this movie good, be, which is kind you. of enticing you. So I guess maybe we're all just hypocrites here on having an opinion. Uh, I'll tell you, spoiler alert, in case you didn't know. <laughs> just ruin the ending. Huge <laughs> spoiler alert. Wait. Because uh, my first thing that makes this movie just great. You never could have seen that ending coming. No. If you've ever watched another movie before, <laughs> you never saw this ending coming. Because no. 9 out of 10 movies are, ah, bad guy gets got, good guy wins. Or vice versa. Or la da like Every now and then it's like, yeah. oh, okay,
1: the bad guy won. Yeah, and life that,
0: life is hard. The good guy doesn't always win. Right, That's yeah, there's two common Once endings. in a while. This one, no, everyone dies. And it was like, you could see some of it coming, and
1: then it keeps going and going. It's like, oh, okay. Like when uh, Matt Damon's going back to his apartment. It's like, oh, all right. Mm -hmm. He came out on top, whether you think he's the good guy or the bad guy, you know. Right. But, uh, yeah, I I do like the ending. The first time I saw it, I remember being like, that's how it's going to end. But then it's like, when you look at the movie as a whole, it's like, that makes sense with Mm -hmm. all the characters. It's kind of fitting.
0: There's the rat on the window ledge, too, at the end of the movie. Oh, I thought you were like. No, no, no. there's I was like, not a rat. Do I need to not no, move? No, 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 no. Yeah, the rat on the. Kyle's his, acting like we're doing this in an underground bunker. Just in an abandoned house. Under, under
1: heavy mortar fire.
0: Yeah. It's <laughs> <That's> not funny. <laughs> 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 War crimes aren't funny, Kyle Berger. Not at all. I mean, Kyle from having an opinion. Uh, but no, I really enjoyed the symbolism. You know, the movie starts, Matt Damon's buying groceries. Mm-hmm. And Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson's a basketball coach for the Lakers. Phil Nicholson is you, uh, is, you know, enticing him to join his gang. The movie ends, and Mark yeah. Wahlberg shoots Matt Damon, who's carrying groceries. I thought mm-hmm. it was kind of a fun little, that is, yeah. fun I little didn't, callback. I always forget the beginning, but you're right. But also, I didn't really guess much right about that movie. No. I was guessing what was going to happen. I guessed that Matt Damon was going to find a way to frame Martin Sheen. To be the rat or have knowledge of being the rat, right? And then my mind went to when that happens. I went, "Oh, Martin Sheen and DiCaprio are going to have to prove, you know, that they're they're actually the good it, guys, and they're going to work together." Right. And Mark Wahlberg will get brought back in, even though he quit the police force. Blah 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 blah. That's right. No, they just throw Martin Sheen off a roof. Yeah, yeah. In and a very, then... <laughs> I hate to say, it, very funny slow motion dramatic falling. Yeah, from uh, the sky.
1: Yeah, and then there's like the race to get out of it. That's a really tense scene from what I remember. A lot of did. that
0: movie is really tense.
1: Yeah. There was a quote I was looking at on IMDb. Leonardo DiCaprio said his character was like a 24-hour constant panic attack. was mm-hmm. like his mindset. Mm-hmm. He also said his one scene with Jack Nicholson is like one of the most memorable moments
0: of his Not, life. Which did is, I say Phil Nicholson? Well, did Jack- I say Phil Jackson then Phil Nicholson? Oh, wait, maybe you did. Dude, I don't know what I'm saying. The, I Old knew, white people. I, I know what you meant. <laughs> Jack Nicholson. Jack yeah, Nicholson. And one of his better roles. I promise I'm not dumb.
1: I saw another thing on there. They had to like really convince him. And then he finally agreed to do it because he had played a lot of good guys. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to play an, an evil villain. And he said this character was like. Wasn't he a joker? The embodiment of evil. Yeah, but that was not like the I 80s. mean, you know, no, that was a long time ago when but this yeah, movie was made. He did a bunch of good characters. And then, yeah, in this movie, he's a bad guy.
0: And then he made the bucket list after this movie with Morgan Freeman. Bucket list is a great. That's a sad movie. Here's the thing. When I saw that, we were young when that movie came out. We were yeah. probably like 10. Yeah. And they advertised this, oh, this is a good comedy. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't that, like, my family took me to see it, and we were all like, this isn't that funny. It's no. just two
1: old dudes. It's more just like a good movie that's. And so sad. I've
0: never watched it again. Oh, no. So my impression of that movie is, oh, that movie's not funny. It sucks. Because I thought it was a comedy when I was growing up. Oh, being you should advertised. watch it again. So now I'm like, well. You know the plot, right? Oh, I know the plot. The, okay. And I know that they tease it to where it's going to be Jack Nicholson that dies at the end, but then it's Morgan Freeman that dies at the end, right? To be honest
1: with you, I don't remember. They,
0: they set it up for one of them's going to die, and then sure, it turns right, out yeah. the other one dies. Yeah. And then the other one's like, wow, like he really inspired me to keep living life to the fullest yeah. kind of deal, basically. If I remember correctly.
1: Yeah. I think it does. It definitely goes that route. I forget which is which.
0: But anyway, yeah, yeah I, I need to watch that movie again with the non-this-is-going-to-be-a-direct-competitor-to-animal-house uh, really in terms of comedic sure. value. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, back to The Departed. Uh, the actual thing we're talking about today.
1: Yeah. I uh, Just the thing I said on here, the biggest thing that stands out is the writing and the acting in that movie. I mean, Scorsese, what I was thinking about earlier on the way over here was, do you think... like, So he gets really good performances out of all his actors, like mm-hmm. Goodfellas, um... Shutter Island, which is one of the ones I told you about with DiCaprio. Wolf of Wall Street with uh-huh. DiCaprio. Like, do you think as a director he gets that performance out of them or do you think DiCaprio says, "Gosh, you know, that's Martin Scorsese. I really got to do a good job here." I wonder, what do you think the It's probably both. A little bit of both cuz like DiCaprio doesn't have to impress him anymore. I mean, anymore. yeah,
0: maybe when they were younger. Sure. Cuz this was 06. So I mean, DiCaprio was established by then. But he wasn't what he but, is now. Yeah, he's not an instant. I, I And again, we weren't old enough back then to know. True. But, uh, you again, just wonder who you credit, yeah, basically. Is, but. is it like him going, I still have something to prove and I'm with Scorsese now, as opposed to when they worked together for the Wolf of Wall Street, he True. was like, oh, he needs or does, me more than I need him kind of deal.
1: And Scorsese gives him a character that he can really, yeah. like, encompass. Like, if you, know, you tell me
0: when he played Jordan Belfort, DiCaprio couldn't be like, wow, I can play a rich douchebag. Yeah. I think that's perfect. And then here, oh, I can play a cool undercover cop, you know.
1: Yeah, it. that's true. It's kind of a mix of both. I just think he's a really good director. Of course, because he's probably in my my top five best yeah, directors. of course.
0: But I, I definitely think it's both. Yeah.
1: I just, that was the one thing, like some movies have really good cinematography. Quentin Tarantino's movies always have... Cool shots on top of his great dialogue mm-hmm. and everything. This movie had really good dialogue. I, I thought
0: I really enjoyed this. Funny, movie. like
1: there were some really like funny scenes in this movie for not being a. That's comedy, how a lot of
0: these movies are. Yeah, a lot of good movies I've realized that I've seen kind of had that dry kind of humor, especially when you got all these guys from Boston in this movie oh, talking with their fun Mark little accents. Wahlberg. Oh, but I thought I thought everyone. It's gonna sound like such a stupid like we all had fun today, but I thought everyone had a really good performance. At least Bigwig, from a Bigwig standpoint, of Nicholson, Wahlberg. I say Wahlberg uh, did well. He was young. and Damon. I thought they all really Sheen did well. I really thought Matt Damon did a good job of being just a horrible person. Yeah, and and like that annoying. Yeah, yeah.
1: His Boston accent is rough. Is Matt Damon from Boston? I like. I know him and Ben Affleck are really good friends. I know uh-huh. Ben Affleck's from Boston, and like in um, what's that movie with the How do you like them apples? Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. It's funny
0: that two weeks in a row you we both only knew that movie from that comment. From that, yeah, I need good to watch stuff. it. That
1: movie's so good. Apparently, I haven't seen it, but he, he has a Boston accent in that movie, I think too. But I just noticed it. Like, it's. Had to check the old camera there. I oh, apologize to
0: those that saw me leaning over. and.
1: It's a thick accent. If you can get past the Boston accents of this movie, you'd love it. For anybody who's skeptical of that. I don't, know, I don't think that matters too much. Accents wow. are accents.
0: <laughs> That's beautiful. I don't know words. where I was going. I brought up beautiful the accents world. and I was like... Eh. Words, not worlds. I uh, But yeah, the unpredictability, the ending, would be my two... Big things, and then the performances. Yeah, Jack Nicholson probably. On. He does a good job. Him and Damon both do a good job. Be like, oh man, I hate you. Yeah, Damon's yeah. is like, oh, you arrogant little prick. And Jack Nicholson, while well, that's the case, it's like he's just a very old man that's had his way for a long time, and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I want to see this piece of crap finally get it. It's been coming sure. to him. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty, he's pretty greasy in that movie. Too. He is pretty <laughs> greasy. That's a good word to use, greasy. I forgot about describing people as greasy. That's a tough one to come back from. <laughs>
1: His hair, he just, you know what I mean? He just, he doesn't care. He doesn't have to care anymore. He kind of really
0: reminds me of Adam Sandler in Uncut Gems.
1: Yeah, a little bit. The, the, just in terms, greasy, of, the, in terms just, of the grease.
0: Yeah, it's just. I just tried to move my chair and just punched my calf instead of moving my chair because my chair was stuck and my arm just flung forward and that was really that. This is a train wreck today yeah. in terms of me and yeah. you just being
1: mentally with it. It's tough because we rambled on work and now we're trying to like pick out serious points yeah, from a yeah. movie
0: that we've seen a little bit ago. <laughs> and I saw a potential kidnapping. And well, that... that and right before that we started this and now we're well. like, hey, how about Mark Wahlberg? <laughs> hey, Boston. Oh, man. Did you have anything else?
1: No, I, I think we covered the biggest points. I would say if you're looking for a good gangster movie that isn't like old school Italian mobsters, mm-hmm. like Goodfella, like you want something different than Goodfellas and uh, A Bronx Tale and stuff mm-hmm. like that, this is a good... Obviously, it's Boston, so yeah. different than New York, but it's still... It's good. It's modern. It's got every... You know what I mean? The mm-hmm. police aspect of it is different. Like in all those old gangster movies, it's like... Oh, one guy gets caught. Is he gonna rat? This that this one's more like the rat's already planted. Is he on mm-hmm. the inside? Is he not? Because you man. know, yeah. <laughs> good call. call back. Good call
0: back there. Uh, yeah,
1: good flick. I. Uh, it's weird. Like I said earlier, this isn't a movie you have to sell people on. No. Nah. If someone, if someone listened to this or read a quick review. So all the people in it was like, you know, I'm not gonna watch it. It's like, well mm-hmm. then, don't bother. Then you anything. didn't want to watch it. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah.
0: uh, it's not a hard movie to follow. I I knew I had another point and I forgot. Yeah, that's a good for point. a two and a half hour movie. You could be like, oh, it could get really convoluted and just complex and yeah. confusing. But you get the backstory of everybody. You pay attention to that, and you're pretty much scot free as long as you're
1: the love interest. Is kind of is not it? Yeah, the, the, lo- the point her of her
0: being in it. I didn't get it, other than to have a, like, notable female character in the movie. Right. It felt like there's, like, there yeah. needs to be sex in this movie here. And yeah, because she's with the two. And yeah, she goes think, back and forth. It's like a love
1: triangle. And there's
0: never any real, like, crescendo point to where there's, like, right. I know what I'm trying to say, and now I lost it, now I can't get to it. But... There's no big point to where it's like, ah, that's why she was in the movie. That's right. the point of her character. She ends up with so and so after all. Yeah, as much like she as it's like Matt her,
1: Damon, and then she's like a therapist for the uh, yeah. for DiCaprio. And it's then. just
0: like, oh, she's engaged to Matt Damon, but she truly wants DiCaprio. And oh, DiCaprio's dead now, and she found out Matt Damon's a piece of crap. Up. Oh. Then at the end, it's like, is is it is it implied that they're gonna think she killed? Matt Damon, yeah, and you
1: don't, and she's pregnant at the end too. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. So then it's like, well, what happens there?
0: Yeah, I
1: saw something too online. It was like, what's the plot? What's the movie about? What's the point? And somebody said there's a common theme in a lot of his gangster movies of like, fam, the like, families being broken apart. The yeah. way that like family just kind of gets ruined by that.
0: Vin Diesel knows about family. Yeah, he yeah. would. He wouldn't. He would.
1: He wouldn't dabble into that kind of. But nonsense
0: i i didn't like her her inclusion in this she's like the
1: least good part of the movie but she's still still not
0: bad it's yeah and it's like here's this really in-depth sex scene where she's you know biting her lip and getting really (laughs) into scorsese's like i really want them to know that she enjoys (laughs) hooking up with leo more than matt damon so we're gonna show fingering and Fighting of lips and stuff and that's gonna real that needs to be in my gangster movie and I'm like I'm watching it and I'm like yeah I already at that point wasn't invested in the storyline it was like here's 15 minutes of the movie that I don't give a damn about yeah and so that was just like sending it over the top like oh now I know why this is in here because they needed to get their let the horny people watching the movie get their rocks off right to make it more like mainstream yeah yeah I'm sure if that
1: movie comes out today it wouldn't have as much of that because there's not as much need to like please the popcorn audience Mm -hmm. anymore
0: but no that's my only real gripe with that movie other than that that not to keep reiterating the same points again the dialogue's fantastic you're not gonna predict what happens and uh yeah that's that's really all i got unless you had anything else to add
1: i was gonna say on imdb's uh top movies they have a top 250 list it's all user reviews so mm-hmm. you know i could give something a 10 and boost it up it ranks 45th just behind whiplash two spots oh
0: whiplash
1: mm-hmm. two spots above the prestige one of my favorite so you're movies, telling me well.
0: whiplash is that high now
1: whiplash they both have an 8.5 whiplash is ranked at 44
0: okay i can get behind that i like seeing whiplash get all the fanfare it's gotten yeah Is what's number one
1: shawshank Shawshank is number one with a 9.2. Godfather is number two with a 9.1. And Rocky. No, number, <laughs> number three is The Godfather Part 2 with ah. a 9.0. Then Dark Knight. Number five, one of my movies, 12 Angry Men. They say it's the fifth best movie of all time. Okay. It is good. Pulp Fiction's number eight. But see, it's user review, so that's where it's weird. Like, Lord of the Rings, th- the third Lord of the Rings is seven the first one is 10 and the second one is 14 so in the top 14 best movies of all time the entire lord of the rings trilogy i mean they're good movies i've seen them but i mean all three of them in the top 14 movies force gump's not not 12 force gump is not the 12th best movie of all time no Get that out of here. Goodfellas? You telling me it's better than Goodfellas? Uh-huh. That's what. Whenever I see this list, I, I got always... a Forrest
0: Gump callback or, uh, later on in the show as well.
1: Oh, good. Interstellar 28. Have you seen Interstellar? What? It's a Christopher Nolan no. movie. I've heard all about it. That's one of our buddies' uh, favorites. Your, uh, I don't know, your son, your dad. I don't know yeah, what the joke yeah. is between you yeah, two.
0: Yeah. Ju- no, Justin's my dad is got- the joke. Gotcha.
1: That's his. Uh, <laughs> I think The Departed was his favorite movie. He watched Interstellar, and I believe that's now his favorite. Okay, movie. it's oh, oh, maybe that's Kyle's. the next one. Interstellar is. It's Christopher Nolan. So like The Dark Knight was uh-huh. Christopher Nolan. The Prestige twist ending, Interstellar. Wow, Inception. That guy. I mean, Dark Knight. The whole Dark Knight trilogy. Inception. Prestige. Me- Memento, which is like the most mind bending movie with a twist it's like you watch like five minute chunks the ones that are in black and white are going in reverse order the ones that are in color were happening in the past Mm -hmm. i mean it's like insane it's really good movie though what else did he do dunkirk
0: Dunkirk, tenet
1: i'm missing one another big one too that i forgot he made
0: the cat in the hat
1: no but (laughs) close he's doing it he's doing an adaptation he's doing a live adaptation
0: (laughs) Like cats with the full CGI one. Oh, gosh. Yeah. How bad was that? Not as bad as Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley, Kyle. Good Not as bad segue. as Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley. Listen, I watched the whole fight. From sunrise to sunset, I watched the whole <laughs> fight, right? And I have to say, it wasn't horrible. That's what I heard. I it heard wasn't it was more good. like a
1: boxing match.
0: It looked then. like boxing, which is a lot more than you could say about any other fight he's had.
1: Well, what, he... Threw one punch in the yeah, other fight. Yeah, he, he
0: threw about five ben punches Astrid. in the other ones and ben knocked out a bunch of soda like cans. <laughs> ben Askren with his broken hip, his replaced hip, and known as a wrestler ass, he he got dunked I mean, on. The K Or no, not the KSI fight. The, um... Nate Robinson? Nate
1: Robinson fight was decent.
0: Yeah, it went two rounds almost. It went
1: two rounds. Sure, Nate Robinson got clobbered, but he looked like... A boxer, he
0: honest to god didn't look bad, right? I mean, it didn't look good, but it was, was when he
1: fought that like YouTuber, yeah. I mean, that guy, I don't know who his trainer Hanson was, whoever yeah, is. yeah, yeah. I don't know who trained him. I because I always would fall for that with the Logan Paul fights. Mm-hmm. You watch his snap story, his live one, and be like, dang, this guy's really putting in work, and then you realize that was just one day of his week. He filmed all that for five minutes mm-hmm. and then he was done. But I, I think Jake Paul's. I'm not giving him too much credit yet. He hasn't fought yeah. a boxer yet, but he's making the right steps. It's just, is this you have to win fight a real boxer? You're four and zero, oh, but like, are you really? Yeah. Because what happens if he fights a real boxer and he can't go twelve he beat rounds?
0: A YouTuber, a basketball player, and two MMA two. fighters that were better on wrestling the wrestling based. Yeah.
1: How many rounds did it go to? Go twelve or ten? It was eight. eight. Eight.
0: That's, That's the other the thing eight. too.
1: Can he go twelve three minute well, rounds? Well, the thing
0: If was question way? is stamina. Yeah. He looked very gassed at a point, got a good second win, threw some good combinations still, and then went back to looking kind of gassed again.
1: Okay.
0: I mean, that's kind of how it goes. I can't remember the whole fight, but... I mean, you don't have to have, like, There was clear red flags in how he performed. Like, he got clocked that one time, flew back into the ropes. Tyron Woodley, like, he kind of tried to push, but he didn't really seek out the knockout. You made it
1: seem like he didn't, like, pick his spots very well. Yeah
0: and he never which i mean that's understandable. Jake Paul did but... a lot of running too. I mm-hmm. hate to be that guy who's like oh he ran. But Tyron Woodley was marching him down and he just really wasn't getting after. It. Like he Jake Paul for me the bigger dude, he was not the aggressor really okay, as it he was kind of dancing around. He was doing the running. He he did enough to win the round in the sense that he was landing punches cuz he was a lot longer. Mhm. But i mean Tyron Woodley was the one controlling where was things the, the were going? Pick, the he just pace. wasn't being aggressive in terms of throwing punches. Jake Paul was throwing all the punches.
1: Okay. I mean, if you if you're the guy with the height and reach advantage, you should be kind of dancing around, mm-hmm. and picking your spots. So I guess that's impressive. It's just to go that to go all eight rounds with a guy who's not a boxer, and then to win by split decision.
0: Mm-hmm. It, it shouldn't have been split decision though.
1: What do you mean? It should have been all in favor they, of Paul? They, it
0: should have been unanimous, Jake Paul. Oh, okay. I think they—I don't—I'm trying to think of how many rounds I actually thought he lost. I thought it was probably 5-3. Okay. I could see 6-2. Uh, but I don't know. I thought That's Woodley landed the better punches when he actually knocked him into the ropes. Jake Paul, no one talked about it. He, he had Woodley where Woodley needed to clinch one time mm. or else he was in big trouble, but they he regained his crap pretty quickly. Okay. But Woodley, the whole beginning, like wouldn't throw anything. He just looked really he talked about how he developed a jab. I don't think he really did the jab until the fourth round. He started I don't think he used it till the fourth round. And he but, developed it the Yeah. The, <laughs> the most basic punch yeah, you could throw. And, oh, yeah, I've been like, working on it. He looked good. As it went on, Woodley looked like he got confidence in his boxing skill. Okay. He just didn't have the push to like, finish a mentality going. I and see. by that point, it was too late for him to win on points. And so, so Jake got... Paul knew he needed to get knocked out. And so <laughs> Jake Paul was running around. He'd throw a good combination. And, and the thing that really pissed me off, and granted they still hurt, he would throw a combination. And maybe one would graze him because Woodley would have his hands up. Maybe one would get through, Mm -hmm. like, the opening jab. Right. Or one would graze him. But because of the sound it makes when the gloves hit, everyone in the crowd that was 13 is like, Oh! And I was like, they're not even hitting him. It's not, yeah. I mean, he's throwing the combination. One's getting through, so it's still getting some part of the job done. It's helping him win the round, but it's not, he's not putting him on the brink, you know? And it's, I mean,
1: for him to show that he can win on points and win as a boxer is impressive. But when you're doing it against another person that isn't a trained boxer, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't hold up as well. And now who are you going to fight next? Mm-hmm. That's been my question every time he fights somebody well, that isn't boxer. Well, everyone's
0: saying boss. Tommy Fury, who I didn't think he looked that good.
1: Tommy Fury. Oh, Tyson's Tyson Fury's. little brother. He didn't look that weight? good on the undercard. What, are they both light
0: heavyweights? I think they're both around 190 or so. Okay. That could be heavy. I don't know. I might know. be wrong. Fury fought a guy he had like a 10 or 11 inch reach advantage. He's like four inches taller than him. They went to decision. And all the guy did really was run and not do much. I mean, the guy was an escape artist, too, of just, like, running around with his hands up, not doing anything. I mean, 10 inches. I mean, that's yeah. almost from
1: But <laughs> me to you with my fist out.
0: But I, I don't know. I thought it was. I didn't think it's he yet. looked that good. But, again, he throws with a lot more power than anyone else Jake Paul has fought. And you're telling me, Jake Paul, if he gets tired later on. Oh, he's Let's toast.
1: See. I'm gonna just look and see what Tommy Fury looks like.
0: But he looks nothing like Tyson Fury. Oh, I know no. they're half brothers technically, but it, it he looks nothing like
1: him. Oh yeah, no, he's got like dark hair. Yeah, their dad. Not, I think their dad's and... the
0: same, but yeah, I have, I have no. Well, the dad's obviously the same. They both have the last, same last name. But
1: oh, he should definitely fight this dude. Holy
0: cow! He's huge. He is. He's massive. Six but he's foot? an experience too. I think he's only 22. He's like seven and zero oh or something. Yeah,
1: he's only. Yeah, seven wins, light heavyweight, six six foot, twenty two. He's my he's our age. He's twenty two years old.
0: So I he's mean, not even that much. He's taller. not he has he's not peaking in terms of his boxing skill, which is what kind of concerns me if they were to fight next because Jake Paul's retired and unretired in the meantime since that last fight. But uh, so Jake Paul's a cruiser weight. He's mm-hmm. twenty
1: four, six foot one, four wins. So uh, size wise, I guess they'd be similar. I don't, it's weird. Jake Paul doesn't look like a boxer. So when you see like, even pictures with him like with his shirt off, uh-huh. it doesn't look... I don't know. He doesn't have that look compared How's to the other pressed? guy. How's that pressed? I don't know. I feel like uh, Tommy Fury would be a good opponent.
0: Well, he he's an actual boxer. So that's, right. So that's something.
1: Well, and that, that's how it's going to go. He's going to fight... Now he's going to fight an actual boxer who's just coming up. Uh-huh. Win or lose, whatever. Then he'll fight... By the time he finally fights someone who's worth something three fights down the road two fights down yeah. the road because the other thing too is he'll take a rematch with Woodley or he'll fight McGregor or I, I doubt he would fight McGregor but you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. he would take on a show fight that can be built up in the media before he would take on whoever's contending in the cruiserweight yeah. division you know what I mean because yeah. who, who's the cruiserweight title holder I bet you even if I looked up their name it's probably no one we've heard of.
0: yeah so it's funny because uh <laughs> They uh they were calling Tyron Woodley the Frozen One <laughs> instead of the Chosen One because he was so hesitant to throw punches. Everyone was clowning. I'm like yeah the Frozen One Tyron Woodley. That's awesome. I felt so bad for him, because <laughs> he literally he did look a lot more confident as things went on. It was just too late.
1: I guess I mean that's cool. At least he fought someone. Yeah. I wish I could have watched. I was just I was tired. I'd oh
0: I woke up at four the next day to work and I went to bed at about one. I hated my life. But oh, not as not much KTBR. as Crystal Perry. <laughs> oh, Kyle's Files, baby. Kyle's Files. We might Put have up the graph. We <laughs> might have a graphic by that point. Kyle's Files. Kyle picked this Forensic Files episode. Shoe in for murder. Collection one. I had watched this one before, but it must have been early in my Forensic Files indulgence because I did not remember anything about it other than I remembered the plot. Had no clue who actually did it.
1: Well yeah, and I was gonna say the reason it stuck out to me is because mm-hmm. shoes mm-hmm. the like <laughs> <no>. feet <laughs> no. because the the description was like a ton of physical evidence but no suspects. And I was like well, how are you gonna find him then? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's important that's in a murder. Right up, it's right up our alley. You gotta have you gotta have motive. Uh do you want me to take it or do you yeah, I, I, didn't, I don't I didn't know, know it's, it's Kyle's destroyed.
0: files, so I don't know if I'm allowed. Just keep putting the graphic <laughs> I, up every time. I don't it's know. just that
1: stock image you have of me that looks so unhappy. Kyle's yeah. files, uh-huh. droopy. Uh, yeah, 1992, Maine, USA. Crystal Perry, uh, she buys a new home to raise her daughter Sarah, who's still alive. She uh, is yeah. interviewed in the show. So you know it's not her. Yeah,
0: That or she was acquitted. That's the it's the easy. Now her being on twelve me. at the time gave me some suspicion. She was old enough to know how to use a knife, but I keep a
1: notebook with me. She went in my maybe column. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, they make a comment saying Crystal was known to be a good mother. I think that's a good a good thing to add in. You yeah. don't have to add it in, but like it kind of sets the story well. And like when you see there's different. Suspects. It's like oh, yeah. It's nice, I think you know. the
0: way they kind of made it sound like she had all these potential lovers and stuff. Like maybe they yeah, thought she yeah. slept around and uh, right. prioritize her daughter or something. But I thought it was nice they added that in there too. Yeah.
1: Plus, it's like I mean, wh- what are you gonna like make fun of a dead person? Like, there's really yeah, no, there's yeah. no. Uh, I don't know, nothing good about doing that. And I think they do a good job in all the episodes. They about do not the good. Like, uh,
0: I just wanted to cut you off before you started getting no, in. You're good. They do the really good uh, forensic files things where they go, it was a small town, it was a perfect yeah. like family place, nothing bad happened. I love that's, when they do that. That's probably in about seven out of ten episodes, they describe a place as that.
1: Yeah, it's always some small town somewhere. I guess Maine, not too busy. People have that kind of accent in the video, which I thought was funny. So she works in a shoe factory, and in all caps, I have shoe in. Oh, no. <laughs> <Shoe-in> <laughs> yeah, from there's, yeah, small, there's a lot of shoe references in this. There's episode. a lot of feet. Yeah. And it makes sense why they chose the title. Sarah is, you said, 12 at the time. Here's her mom having a fight with someone. She doesn't know who it is. She doesn't recognize the voice, and she doesn't see him. But it's a man is what we're what we told. Mm-hmm. And really, they don't even – I don't think they clarify that it was a man because there's a female suspect later on. Mm-hmm. But it, So basically, mm-hmm. that kind of sets up the whole – she hears a fight. She hears somebody reach into a drawer. It goes quiet, stabbing, knife drops, I believe she says, or hears somebody run out, and then that's it. Mm-hmm. She runs out to find her mother, and this is, I thought this was incredible. She runs out, finds her mother dead. I don't know if she knows she's dead or if, like, either way, she's gonna go get help. Yeah. The phone line was cut. Understandable. You know what I mean? Somebody's covering their tracks fine. She runs a half a mile to the nearest house. That's the Forrest
0: Gump reference. She Uh, just keeps running. Yeah. She just keeps running all over Timbuktu.
1: She gets to the house a half mile away they no one's home or they don't have a phone i forget the reason they didn't was. answer the
0: door didn't answer think. the door they're probably she like runs, i ain't answering my door at 2 a.m exactly then
1: she runs to a restaurant like what's a half mile i mean that's got that's pretty
0: far yeah well you think i'm I, being I, distressed not knowing if i the can walk still a in mile the, in about 16 minutes Fifteen, almost I, I, 15
1: i say i ran one in seven in high yeah. school that's <laughs> not good at all <laughs> So you figure you could probably jog half a mile sprinting because you're nervous. maybe yeah. All the adrenaline. Three minutes, 12 years old.
0: Th- to be running for three minutes. I would minutes, say about five. I don't know sure. how fit a 12 year olds going to be okay. running mile, but so like Let's say it finding minimum it dead- four or five minutes. That's insane.
1: Not knowing if the killer's trying to find her, That's still very in the house, chasing she's her. She's not a
0: cross-country runner.
1: That's incredible. Running for a half mile in the dark with the knowledge that like I this gotta dude get a half. Mile been anywhere home. Yeah. Too. He could be chasing me even. And then who knows how far that restaurant was. I just thought that was nuts. I like there's times where like you're just like scared to death and uh-huh. like gosh, that would be over
0: I'd be pumping. Oh my gosh.
1: The adrenaline in her blood system was probably <laughs> off the chart like the blood levels were probably off the charts.
0: They they didn't need luminol to see that. <laughs> they took a blood sample, They're like, why are you doing this? <laughs>
1: uh 50 stab wounds was my next thing that's uh that's a lot
0: of stab that's wounds. a few
1: stab wounds that's a crime of uh what do they call that crime of passion yeah or something like which that. is a
0: very weird thing to describe that as yeah i, I get I it like a lover's it, but also quarrel. like it's like damn it why don't you love me <laughs> yeah yeah your passion yeah a, <laughs> i love you so much and now i'm stabbing you <laughs> I mean, 50 times. That's, exce- I would call that an assessi- uh, excessive murder. Instead say of going necessity? <laughs> no, like, no, it's not a necessity to stab, so I would just call it excessive.
1: They don't clarify, but like, gosh, they couldn't have been in the same spot. 50 times in the same spot, you'd be going into, like, the floor. I mean, yeah. your body's squishy. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be pulling out chunks. Uh, this is where I said luminol in action, because it showed a guy.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, in the yeah he got in a little sp- Spray bottle going around on the floor. <laughs> yeah. The best thing about Luminol is it's in, it in a cup a like this. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it looks like laundry detergent. It'd be like something.
1: if you right, took this off and just stapled Luminol and Sharpie. It's like never secret <laughs> stuff. Yeah, it's never like a nice container. It's just dribbled out. Fingerprints were too soaked in blood to be useful. I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, uh, I've never heard of that before. And that's where they're saying, like, there's so much evidence. There were a ton of boot prints. Mm-hmm. They make the comment that there were so many boot prints, there were either two murderers or one person moving back and forth mm-hmm. trying to clean up the crime. And the uh, Crystal, uh, she wasn't wearing shoes, so they know it wasn't mm-hmm. her, her boot prints. Um, so then, the really, the key thing that they bring up here is that uh there were passive
0: blood droplets found on her yeah like perfect circular right. blood drops that we, imply like you're over someone and they're yeah. just falling and landing perfectly
1: and i was in like oh that's interesting yeah that you know like it makes sense and then they said since they stayed perfectly circular she must not have been moving so that happened after she died like i think that part of forensic files is why i like the show so much where it's mm-hmm. like yeah i guess that makes sense they would stay perfect if you're not moving but like I, I wouldn't have, if they wouldn't have clarified that she was dead when the blood hit her, I wouldn't have thought right, that. I right. would've been like, "Oh, when she fell, that's how it dried." You know, it's just I don't know, I feel like that kind of the like the layperson doesn't look at it that way. Exactly. Yeah. The deductive reasoning where it's like, "Gosh, it didn't take any schooling to come to that conclusion." It just the way they think about stuff
0: is very interesting. So, uh, they find a shoe Matched a. I'm not sure if you said this also, but they they determined oh, yeah. that the killer was wounded and blood on her, so they knew the killer had oh, been would have hit a wound. at some point. Yeah, right. That with the droplets. And yeah, that's why the droplets they were falling onto her from someone above. Basically. Gotcha.
1: Yeah, gives you something to look for. Um, they find a shoe. The shoe matches the prints. They determined sexual assault did occur. Uh, and so the first suspect is the ex-husband. And it's like a lot of... Uh, this dude's a goober. Yeah, they a they l-
0: show his picture. It's like him go... <laughs> he's got some glass. I don't know if he has glasses. Whatever it is, he just has this derpy looking face. Yeah, and they just yeah. like flash a Polaroid of him across. And he's just like looking oh, yeah, at the it's camera. It's all old pictures anyway. That's Look at so all funny. the goofy. And yeah. I'm like, oh no,
1: not Thomas. <laughs> and it's like every Forensic Files episode where if the father isn't around, you can assume he's the one who did it type mm-hmm. thing if he's not being interviewed. Um
0: there's a bunch of people like that in this one.
1: Yeah, that that's why I thought it was I thought it was a good one. I don't want I don't want to get too yeah. sidetracked on like once you find out the ending, but for how it built up with the plot, I thought it was it turned out pretty good. Oh, I well. agree. Uh, so he has an alibi that he was with his girlfriend Joanne. Mm-hmm. Joanne has an alibi <laughs> that she was with her boyfriend Tom, the ex-husband. And the, <laughs> the police were like, "We quickly realized <laughs> <laughs> that their alibis
0: were de- completely dependent on each other, which meant both could be suspect. And I was like, of course they could be suspect. I Well, the best part, not like this is funny. They also then go, well, there there's some problems with that because their only alibi could be confirmed by only each other. And then we did some research, and Joanne had an assault charge because <laughs> she gave Crystal a black eye at a bar.
1: That's right. I forgot <laughs> about I that.
0: I was like, so they didn't have an alibi is basically all you're saying. I've... I've never understood
1: alibis because it's like say a crime happens right now uh-huh. and somebody says Kyle where were you and I go oh I was in Nick's basement doing have an opinion and uh-huh. they come to you and say Nick was he in your basement too? Granted, I have no receipt we have we
0: have proof of like when oh, the recording okay, starts okay say we
1: didn't say we didn't record this me and you were just hanging out uh-huh. and I say oh I was hanging out with Nick
0: and they ask you and he goes
1: yeah Kyle was hanging out with me I could have paid you a hundred bucks to say yeah. that. What you, they could what? ask
0: the bronze god next door if they saw you pull up. Sure.
1: Yeah. If somebody saw my car, but like if no, no one was outside when I pulled up, uh-huh. that's why alibis. I get how valuable they are, mm-hmm. but I also have wondered like, I mean, I would hope you would throw not me under a, the easily bus. Easily
0: traceable. Yeah. If like, I didn't just oh, buy this, he with wasn't clocked into work at this time. Exactly. Oh, he has no receipts from being out at this time. Right. Yeah. I
1: could tell them when I clocked out and when I got here mm-hmm. and who knows those exact times? Other than when I clocked out, you well, don't know when I got here Well, we can't all exactly. be that
0: Bruce guy from the first film we watched that had 30-something <laughs> alibis. <laughs> stack of papers. There's
1: 27 people I said hello to as I drove up the street just in case. That homeless guy,
0: the gas station clerk. They all saw me. Asked <laughs> any of them.
1: Uh, that, I just I thought that was funny in this episode. Uh, moving along. Back to the murder. (laughs) Back to the murder. I got to find where I was. This one keeps getting juicier. That's why I don't want to skip too much. Sarah thought maybe she recognized the killer as their mother's boyfriend, Dennis. Mm -hmm. Her mom is 30 when she died. Dennis is 19. Yes. Interesting. I mean, of age, obviously. Just Mm -hmm. interesting. They kind of bring that up like, oh, maybe they were having problems. They say Dennis was a bit uh, aggressive. Yeah, he had pulled a knife on her before. Yeah. And at
0: that point, I said, bang.
1: It's got to be Dennis, not, right?
0: Not like that's that rare. Not, well, it is rare for someone to pull a knife on their significant other, obviously. I mean, he's he's showed a knife. It's not right. The dots connect. Impossible to think. Oh, he stabbed her after previously pulling a knife on her. Exactly.
1: And the, his shoe matched with the thing. He had the same boot. I'm, I I could be wrong about that. I thought they said he had the same boot.
0: Oh yeah, I think he did because then well like, you'll sh- get to it in a second. Shoe but. size match.
1: Okay, that's fine. I mean. I wear a size 11. I could fit into a ten and a half or a twelve. I think the shoe size match, but he
0: didn't have the boot. Oh, he didn't have the boot. I think that's what it was. I know they, they did, said they quickly kind of go through all these people. They wrote off, so we might miss or mix up a detail sure, or two. Sure, sure.
1: The big issue was his DNA evidence didn't match the DNA, and they were flabbergasted. Yeah, they make a point they to say how like yeah they did it twice because they were like that sure that it has to be him, which and I thought I made a note of that too like. Say ten, Say this murder happens 10 years prior to when it did happen. Mm-hmm. That guy probably goes to jail for life. Oh, yeah. Everything points to him, and you can't prove the
0: DNA evidence?
1: Mm-hmm. Say he doesn't have an alibi. What, how would he prove himself innocent yeah.
0: there? And then they That's found out the husband and girlfriend didn't match either. Right. So now you're thinking, well... We're at square one. <laughs> exactly. And what did they... I have
1: 12 years. 12 years go by. They excluded... I like the way they refer to it. The DNA also included a serial killer. I was like, okay, well, I guess you'd oh, no, out. oh, no, I thought this was a local stem. handyman. <laughs> and I was like, well, what the? <laughs> they said <laughs> they have
0: newspaper clippings up, and they're like, she, a, local. a serial killer, a romantic handyman from the air. They call them a romantic handyman, I think. <laughs> a romantic, it almost sounds like It a, was either local or, I think they like said a, a romantic, because I wrote it down as romantic. Like and I was Halloween like, I costume. think I heard that right, but- <laughs> A romantic handyman. <laughs> a romantic handyman. And then you realize the handyman
1: was like, convicted of assault or whatever. It's yeah. like, why did you refer to him as a handyman? What does his job have to do with anything? <laughs> oh. <laughs> they didn't
0: just say it. <laughs> a romantic. Hand. They didn't just say uh, an assault suspect or something. They they said <laughs>
1: he's a friend of the producer we, of the show gotta, like, to make me sound gotta,
0: <laughs> like you sound like I was a good guy. Come on, Rob. Come on, say something I'm out of good prison. About a romantic handyman. Uh, no. So we come across handsy with the wife of the house while she <laughs> stays at home romantically. Oh man, romantically. <laughs>
1: so twelve years they come across a Michael Hutchinson. He serves some time, and so he, I, from what I got out of this, I started getting a little tired near the end here, and I didn't. Uh-huh. I don't think I dozed off, though. I have these right to the end. Anywho's it. He serves time. <laughs> he serves time, and they take a sample because he's going to prison. That sample is ran against the database, which matched the original sample from 12 years prior mm-hmm. of uh, of her murder, of Crystal's murder. But don't worry. But don't, yeah. He has an
0: excuse. Not, I love this too. A heroic tale.
1: <laughs> What's funny about all of these when the person confesses, that's where we're going with this, is his match the database. It was a lucky break. And then they go. After being questioned by police, Michael immediately
0: confessed. And I was like, well, I guess it didn't much matter. Well, he confessed that he was there, but it wasn't the story. He didn't confess to the crime. Yeah, they they explain later what his story was. It just, whenever
1: they say that.
0: I get why he gave them the story he did. He looks like such a coward, though. Yeah. Because his story is essentially, well, we were secretly hooking up. And I heard someone break in, yeah. and he knocked me out, and I woke up, and she was dead, and I ran out of the house because I was scared. Yeah. And I, to be fair, if, that's an, if
1: forensics wasn't a thing, and you couldn't like see the angle of yeah. blood and all of that and footprints. And it
0: makes sense, too. It makes like, great sense. If someone broke in, and you confront them, they knock you out, you see your partner's dead next to you, you're probably—you might run on instinct. You're not going to stick around. Right. Now, why you never call the police for 12 years? Yeah, now that's where we get into a little bit of trouble, isn't I'll it? Isn't it, Michael? <laughs> the what?
1: <laughs> that face? That's nah, a next week problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I That part I thought was funny. Especially, like, they had, like, three different people. It was like, yep, I could have. They did it. Yeah. Sh- episode's over and 10 he minutes also, in. <laughs> he
0: also uh, doesn't know much because the daughter was 12. Yeah. She lives with the mom. Right. The daughter's like, we did everything together. Yeah, I, I had no clue who the hell this guy was. <laughs> yeah. But he's like, my... it was a secret! <laughs> <laughs> we were forking on the <laughs> side! No one knew! <laughs> she kept
1: it from her. I basically just ended with, he He keeps it a secret as he felt ashamed. The evidence obviously doesn't match his claims. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, then why does your boot print? Why is this? Why yo, My
0: favorite one was that they go, there was only one imprint in the bed. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know. They're like,
1: his story didn't really match up, and then they show a bed with like one person's covers yeah. pulled over <laughs> yeah. to get out, and it's like, well, nobody could have tucked those other yeah. covers back <laughs> no in. No one could have
0: made the bed. Sorry, Michael. Sarah's You're going in- to jail for life. Sarah's instinct wasn't on. Oh, my mom's dead. Time to make the bed.
1: <laughs>
0: I just said he's overwhelmingly found guilty and sentenced to life in prison. Yeah, yeah, it ends I'm- pretty quick. Yeah. Because uh, they basically go, well, there's one imprint in the bed. Sarah doesn't know who he is. and his blood matched the passive blood droplets, which is the big thing. Yeah. And then they go, oh, yeah, there's a scar on his hand. And yeah. it's like, oh, okay. Checks and out. Poor, poor Michael didn't have much of a prayer. He, they, he tried. <laughs> they, they go to court and they show a Tempur-Pedic mattress with one person's <laughs> imprint. They're like, see,
1: no one could have slept here. <laughs> Michael's a liar.
0: Oh, man. That's are, a that's a good episode though It was a good case It was a good Yeah
1: it, it was good Those are always fun too Because you get You get interesting You get mystery And then at some point You usually get a doofus Yeah That's like Man they're just trying I mean, that, I
0: mean that he, was. He got out for 12 years though Before they got him
1: And they probably never would have If he wouldn't have gone to, If they would have never had a reason To check his DNA mm-hmm. How would they have found him
0: So I don't know It's a good episode It was good I hope this was a good episode Of Have an Opinion minds and hearts as well. I just burped. Excuse me. That's Kyle. I'm Nick. We'll see you next week.